0: Well, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of He Said, He Said, He Said—a look at the world from a seasoned black man's perspective. I'm your host Alvin King, and again, welcome to our show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy early Memorial Day! Yes, today is the unofficial start of summer, so I want to welcome you guys in, and hopefully, you have had a a great week, and and you know, you're just ready. To get into our show tonight. Um, also, this weekend is Black Pride Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. That's right in Washington D.C. And there is so much to do. Um, I, I, we're going to put up a um, a uh, website so that you can go and find out, you know, all the things that that, that are happening uh, for Black Pride Weekend. But one of them is the uh, pots, pans, and pronouns. Uh, actually a panel that i'm going to be sitting on tomorrow uh at 12 at 11 o'clock at the renaissance hotel i'm excited about this we're gonna you know have a great time there i'm looking forward to this and if you have some time you guys please stop uh stop in and at 11 o'clock and you know see what we're talking about all right so about our show tonight ladies and gentlemen okay I'm going, I know some people who are coming on here are going to feel like I'm feeling, but tonight the show is called Mighty Real and we are talking about the legendary clubhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, In honor of Black pride, we will pay tribute tribute to the legendary clubhouse from 1975 to the grand finale during the world-renowned Children's Hour during Memorial Day weekend in 1990. Those of us who remember had 15 years of exhilarating, joyful celebrations of Black LGBTQIA plus life in Washington, DC. We will honor the legacy of an institution that created a safe space of love, life and music and freedom for many of us. But the beauty of tonight is we have the founder, John Eddy is here. He had the vision, he created, he created 15 years of my life, but that, that's all I'm going to say to that, and he can tell you the rest when we talk to him. But he is here tonight to speak with us, and also this weekend, the Clubhouse Reunion Party is, will take place on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and we have two of the collaborators here. Uh, DJ JJ is here with us tonight, and DJ Chosen is also here, and they will be talking about the event and sharing like some amazing things about what will, what will happen on Sunday. And last but not not least tonight, in our new segment of We See You, we're bringing back a brother who is doing some amazing things. Mr. Raheem Briggs is back with us tonight. He is also producing an event on Sunday, Pride by the River. But there are some things that are going on with Raheem that I'm telling you, they are well-deserved, and we're going to talk to him about that tonight. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, for you moviegoers, we've been waiting for this. Singer, actress, Halle Berry. Uh, Bailey debuts in The Little Mermaid. I'm sorry, not Berry, Bailey. Don't go looking for Halle Berry, because she's not there. Halle Bailey uh, in, the, in The Little Mermaid today. She's playing Ariel. And, um, you know, amongst all the early criticism about, you know, her being, you know, in the role because she's a, a black person, um, Halle Berry is getting some rave reviews and I just wanna share with you something that I read today. It said that Halle Berry is expressive, energetic and infinitely likable with a mixture of girly sweetness and womanly spine. She finds refreshing new avenues in songs, story beats and even specific lines of dialogue that longtime fans have cherished from the original. I haven't seen, I've never seen The Little Mermaid. So take whatever card you need to take from me, but I've never seen The Little Mermaid, but I am going to the movie to support her and to support the film because, um, you know, we we, we definitely have to support one another in this business. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we have an action packed show tonight. I want to get on with the chat. So let's get on with the chat.
1: Let me just tell you before you say anything to me, before you even say hello, I'm going to tell you I have seen the Little Mermaid enough times for all of us. All <laughs> of us. All of us. <laughs> so after you see the live action, go back and see the animated one. Go back and see the live action one.
0: Fox, I have never seen the Little Mermaid, and if I have, I I I'm not going to say I've, I know. I'm just going to be honest. I've never seen it. I've never. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but I've heard people singing the songs and all this stuff. I've seen little kids in grocery stores dressed like Little Mermaid and stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. But I'm glad she got the role, mm-hmm. and you know, um, from what I hear, like I read, she is doing very, very well in it. So, um, yeah, you know, um, kudos to her.
1: You know, kudos to her. Um,
0: so, what's been going on this week with you, my man?
1: You know, living life, keeping everything moving as best we can. How about you? I
0: I am doing good. Um, you know I I can't complain. Th- things are busy. Like I said, we have a busy show tonight. I'm I'm yes. feeling like this nostalgic thing going on, and I'm just glad that this show has framed itself to be what it is. So I'm, I can't wait to talk about that. But um, I don't know. Well, I know you've heard, but we have lost some great people this week. Yes, ma'am. and um, yeah, and uh, I just wanted to. You know, I, I wanted to acknowledge some of them for our chat. Um, some of them, I don't even I don't even know if people know or not. But um, uh, the uh, musician for Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Commodores, uh, Sheldon Reynolds. Um, yeah. He he was the uh, ex Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Commodores band member. Um, he's being remembered this week. Uh, uh, he died at the age of sixty three. And some of the voices that some of you all have heard on Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Commodores. It has been Sheldon. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So that, that that's 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 been
1: uh yeah. 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 He he was a very, very talented musician. So he will he will be missed. And I hope people will go back and listen to some of the Earth Wind and Fire songs as well as the Commodore songs to appreciate his talent.
0: Well the Commodores was the first.
1: Earth Wind and Fire was the first concert I went to at the uh
0: for, for $6 over in uh at the Carter Baron here in DC. And the wow. Commodores was the first concert that I paid some actual money. I think it was $40 then to go to a big arena to see someone play. Wow. And so, yeah, so wow. I, I that 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 took me back. Uh also um uh Spike Lee's father, uh Bill Lee, Bill he
1: Lee.
0: passed away uh, uh this week at age 94. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was also in the in the music business, a jazz yes. uh, bassist and composer. Yeah, yeah, he
1: composed the music for Spike Lee's films. All of, them? all of them, them. I know he did. I think he did the music for uh, She's Got to Have It. Okay. Okay. And I think he may have done one other film, but She's Got to Have It. The music in that is actually quite sweet and quite lovely. And still, I actually Mm -hmm. have the soundtrack to that. So, yeah, Yeah. you're you're absolutely right. I I never
0: looked at who plays. So I'm going to, again, another piece of nostalgia that I'm going to keep. Rest well, uh, uh, Mr. Lee. And last but not least, uh, I'm sure when everybody heard this, everybody's phone, TV, video, whatever, blew up. We lost a legend this week, uh, Miss Tina Turner. Um, She died at the age of 83 years old, ladies and gentlemen. Um,
1: History. Legend, yeah, an inspiration. Um, just an inspiration, like you. She's been dubbed the queen of rock and roll. She has inspired so many people, not only in music, but uh, I'm surprised our good friend Judy Henderson isn't in the the chat right now. But Tina Turner inspired even a business venture, and Judy will have to talk to us about that some other day. Come on, Judy, and talk to us tonight. Please, (laughs) please please
0: come and talk to us tonight. Um, But before we move on, I want to say hello to a couple of people who have joined. Hey, George. Hey, Derwin. Hey, Monica. Derwin, haven't seen you in a while. Welcome back, my brother. I know it's a music weekend, so you're going to be out and about, I'm sure. Um, But hi, Monica. Oh, she said more better blues.
1: Oh, he did more better blues as well. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More, More better blues. Well. Okay, well yeah, they say they come in threes. I hope it I hope that's it for a minute. But um uh the show tonight, you know, that we're gonna we're gonna honor the legendary clubhouse. And I know Vosh, you've never been there before. No. I I grew up there, but you know, we've talked a lot. I know I burned your ear this week about (laughs) what it was like to be a part of that and to come up in that whole era. Mm -hmm. Um, from just living life to sometimes watching life go away because the AIDS epidemic. Came in and just created havoc on 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 us at, at that particular time. But um, but we're going to talk more with the folks who are here yeah. about that. Um, but we're also talking about a big event this week, and we have a uh, some a uh, giveaway tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for those of you who are in DC, okay, you got to be in DC because I don't know how you're gonna get here before Sunday. But if you ain't in DC, but you're coming, we have uh, we're giving away uh, two tickets. To the Clubhouse Reunion Party on Sunday uh, at a club called uh, Bravo Bravo, right here in downtown DC. Uh, the party is from 3 to 9 PM. And all you have to do tonight is type in the comment section, hashtag Clubhouse Reunion. Type in your hashtag if you come on, we're gonna make this announcement again. Type hashtag clubhouse reunion and your and your hashtag will be entered into a pool and StreamYard will pick who they think is the winner.
1: Can, can it be more easy, boss? It could not be easier. It's hashtag clubhouse reunion. And later on in the show, we'll do a drawing and we will select the winner and it'll be exciting. And you guys will be able to go and participate in a celebration of DC history. All right. And I think we have a uh, no, no. I'm a wait. I'm wait to do
0: that because I'm, I'm ready to get on with the show. Are you ready,
1: yeah. Bosh? I am. I, there, we have some really amazing people on the show tonight who are going to talk about amazing things that they've done and amazing experiences that they've shared and created for people. So I'm I'm thrilled to to go, get forward. Go forward.
0: Well, for those of you who have been to the clubhouse, you know this person needs no introduction. And and even if I gave you one. I'm going to tell you, you you have to meet him because his vision, I mean, you talk about innovate, innovators. He had a vision years ago that is still touching many of us today, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we are honored to have the founding member of the clubhouse with us tonight. Please welcome Mr. John Eddy. Hey, John. Hey, everybody. <laughs> John, I got to tell you, you still have the same smile. That you, okay, you still have that same vibrant smile, John. Great to see you, my brother. Thank you. Everybody tells me that.
2: Well,
0: it's, it's there. It's real. Well, again, we're honored to have you here tonight on, um, you know, he said, and like I told everybody, the clubhouse was your idea. It was your vision. And so you might as well just start taking us on this journey right now and share with us how all of that started.
3: Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to the show. I really, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you want me to tell you?
0: I'm what you tell me. Any anything that that let's put it this way, anything you want, but you can go to the cliff, but don't jump. Okay, there there you go. Because everybody don't need to know some things that went on the clubhouse.
3: Well, the clubhouse (laughs) basically was an outgrowth of another business we had at that time called the Third World or Zodiac Den. We kind of outgrew that location. Andre and I, my co-founder, as well as Morel Chaston, used to go up to The Loft in New York. And for those of you who don't know The Loft, then something you missed out on also. However, we said, you know, Washington needs a facility such as this. So I used to come home every Sunday, get on my motorcycle and just drive around town looking for a facility. Now we started thinking about this facility, because we knew that in certain cases, some of us could not get into certain clubs for many reasons, from racism, to age, to sexual orientation, et cetera. So I lucked up on this warehouse at 1296 Upshur Street Northwest, which is and was the clubhouse. This was in uh, 1973. It took us approximately two years the Fight City Hall, licensing, construction, and the members basically did all of the work. Mm. We had very few professional people help us create the clubhouse. As we moved along, we hired Richard Long, which was one of the best sound artists or experts in the world to bring a sound system from New York and install in the clubhouse. We eventually became his laboratory. So once a month, he would bring a new sound system in. (laughs) We had over 1,000 speakers in the clubhouse. We had subwoofers. We had tweeters. We had mid-ranges. When I used to work a half a shift on Saturdays, like three until we closed, when I pulled up two blocks away, I knew what was going on in the clubhouse. And you know what's really surprising? The neighbors did not complain. The subwoofers was booming two blocks away. <laughs> I said, "Damn, they didn't turn on the second group of amplifiers." <laughs> <laughs> we we had basically three amplification systems, and as the night progressed, we turn on another one, we turn on another one, and we turn on another one until the people was jumping and dripping wet. That basically was the vision for the clubhouse. It was a place that we felt that we needed for people to go, where they could have the house party that they couldn't have at home, where people can basically forget their inhibitions, forget money through Friday. We actually had people to bring me church um, out in uniforms and put in the the coat room. And before they left, they would
0: put on their church attire and go,
3: and go go to church to sing in the choir. Wow well all I can say if, <laughs> if there was
0: any place in in the world that would that could prepare someone on uh, for for church on a Saturday night, it was the clubhouse
3: yes, because, we, because 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 it was a religious experience yes so every every we, every week so we tried to create an atmosphere for everybody regardless of your age, sexual orientation, color or whatever. we just wanted you to have a good time. But a lot of people don't know the clubhouse was nonprofit, So we weren't interested in trying to make money. We were just interested in trying to make sure that everybody had a good time. We also participated in many community affairs, political affairs, we did a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. Thank
1: you,
3: thank thank you. Well, when you
1: first started out to create the club, did you know that it was gonna be as amazing and such a pillar of the community as it
3: became? I could not vision in my mind what the clubhouse became. No, impossible, because we had baseball teams, we had football teams, we had karate classes, we had <laughs> acupuncture coming on Saturday. We we had a little bit of everything. <laughs> we 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 was Washington D.C.
1: in that building, like all aspects of it. So at at any given moment, there was something going on at the clubhouse.
3: At any given moment, moment except Mondays. What happened on Mondays? Closed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Cleaning crew came in and just scrubbed it all down. Yes. That's amazing. So how long into the whole process did
3: you realize, oh, my goodness, this is amazing? Probably about the third year. You know, we started off with just 400 members. Okay. And we ended up with 4,000. Wow. And, of course, with the AIDS epidemic, of course, it went back the other way hmm mm-hmm. so we were computerized by the way uh, I had uh, a computer at the desk at the door and so we logged everybody in and I looked at the stats during the week
1: so in 75 when you started you were computerized or did you become computerized we were computerized in 75 Wow!
0: Wow! Okay, because that's going to lead to another question later on.
3: But you were computerized at, in 1975. Yes, it was tape. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, well then, yes.
1: So you had a, a separate room
3: for the giant computer. No, it was, separate room. <laughs> it was it, it was tape driven, and then later on, it be, it became um,
1: like a desktop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Well, congratulations, because it's amazing to, one, start a club, but to do one that was such, like I said, a pillar of the community where you were serving not only just the entertainment needs late at night, but also the holistic, spiritual, uh, emotional, and health needs of your community. That's just amazing.
3: There's one thing that I probably need to say that most people don't know. Even when we had 3,000 people in there, Mm -hmm. we never called the police in 15 years for any reason. So
1: So how did you handle uh, things that would have required muscle?
3: Well, we had our own security force. Okay. And half the security force was black belt uh, participants. Okay, But most of the time, we did not have a need because one of the requirements for being a member of the clubhouse, besides being uh, referred by someone else, we gave you an extensive interview. So we knew the type of person that you were. Even our Friday night crowd, which was basically straight bisexual, even they got a more intensive interview. Plus, we found out that we don't fight with our good clothes, (laughs) Friday night had a dress requirement. Right, okay. You had to come with your good ropers and your good shoes. Saturday night, there was no dress requirement. Okay. Friday night had a dress requirement. And as I said, we never had to call the police or an ambulance for any reason. We had a well-trained security force. We had people who was versed in uh, the medical field. We had people who, you know, would get a little high and we had to take them to the Calm Down Lounge, get them back, and then they'd come back out dancing again. That's hmm. hilarious.
0: Well, you know, it's something that, that you said that I also want people to to know about this um, to give you a, another visual. To get into the clubhouse, first of all, there was always a... a, a the line would, would stretch like two blocks long, ladies and gentlemen. And when... I mean not because there was some some uh, at the door, something happening at the door, it was just that people would come and get in line, and he, you talked about the neighbors never calling the police. There was never, um, you know, people outside arguing or talking loud or being disruptive or breaking into cars. I mean, it was none of that going on and to to be living in a time like that to look at the time that we're living in now. Um, you wrote a blueprint that I wish you could introduce to some people, some business owners, some some uh, what do you call it, club promoters, or I I don't know how to go about that or, or say it any better way. But the blueprint that you wrote is one that should be reevaluated.
3: Thank you.
0: That that, that that's that's what I'm trying to say, and because when you went through that door, no no one thought about coming into the establish- establishment to fight. You created a space where people just wanted to come in and dance and get, you know, be loved, be loved on. And, you know, and it just, again, to I am honored to share this experience with everybody. If you hadn't, if you have not been to the clubhouse before, um, it was something to behold. And if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So um, again, congratulations, kudos on writing the blueprint. So um, I'm gonna go into my next question. You talked about uh, the, the AIDS epidemic. Uh, you, you, you mentioned that uh, John, uh, the clubhouse as we know was more than just music. And for our community, um, the clubhouse provided support for those who were being impacted by the AIDS crisis. Um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you started Impact First. Mm-hmm. which later became Us Helping Us People Into Living. And we all know where Us Helping Us People Into Living is, right? We, we, we've we all seen that grow. Um, this must have been a scary time for the club. Share with us um, what that was like during the 90s, watching your membership and your friends go through that for you.
3: Well, I started noticing, I think it was about 1983, 84, a significant drop in the members coming to the club on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. This is before the AIDS epidemic was even uh, out there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even on the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rainey, who was our manager, came to me and Andre and said, you know, we have a problem. Uh, we have an epidemic in the community and nobody's doing anything about it can we open up the facility on Saturdays and entertain the idea of educating people about the epidemic? So as a result, that's how ICANN, us helping us, and a couple other organizations came about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, impact on business, of course, because we saw a drop every week of the number of members as well as guests coming to the
4: clubhouse. Mm. Yeah, I
0: I I lost uh many, many friends, uh, you know, one one being my my long-term partner, uh, also, and and his brother, and his brother's lover, and my best friend, and and my son, all of them, you know, all of us would come to the clubhouse and to see all of, you know, uh all of your friends just all of a sudden one one day there and one one day gone. Uh, the clubhouse definitely to go there even at while that was going on before you closed, it, it made a difference for us. It gave us another escape, and 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 the music never stopped. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it never stopped. So, oh, th- thank you for sharing that. Wow, again, you took me back one
3: more time. Okay, all right, all right. Um, we, also, we also lost a number of staff members.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, wow. Well, again, thanks for creating the space to be and be so supportive and educational uh, in that time.
3: I, I wish you, were, you had been there to experience it, but if you come Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> I am making sure that the two co-hosts get as close to the clubhouse uh, vibe as possible. What does that mean? I gotta wear a G string? You can wear whatever you want oh, if you want. Okay, <laughs> look, at, he's always cool. gone. <laughs> so nice. I, I love it.
1: <laughs> do you have any memories of the clubhouse that always fill you with joy when you think of them?
3: Well, every Saturday night filled me with joy because the fact that it was always something new from people jumping off the balconies, uh-huh. dancing on the speakers, things they weren't supposed to do, but they did. Right, People throwing baby powder on the dance floor. Uh, When it was not moving, when the vibe wasn't picking up as fast as we wanted it to, then I made the staff get out there with tambourines and nosemakers and things like that to kind of push the vibe on faster. We had a program which we started out slow and etched up the night. As I indicated earlier, we would turn on more speakers, Mm -hmm. more, the music vibration would increase gradually tell around 3 to 4 and then 4:30 to 5 we were at our peak. So we were pretty well programming our customers, but at the same time we made sure that they had the best time they could have.
1: Mm. Nice. Nice. Well, I know Rodney asked what time, so I think it might be a good time to remind people, we are giving away two tickets to the clubhouse reunion on this show tonight. And to enter, all you have to do is type in hashtag Clubhouse Reunion into the comments, and we are going to be selecting a winner from all the viewers who have typed in hashtag Clubhouse Reunion. So if you're in D.C., you want to get your groove on, you want to celebrate a piece of history, a piece of Black gay history, a piece of Black D.C. gay history, type in... Hashtag Clubhouse Reunion so we can get you some tickets so you can be at the party of the century. This, mm-hmm. this Sunday. Uh-huh. Yes. I'll be there. I'll be there. Can't tell you what I'm gonna look like, but
0: I'll be there. Okay. Okay, okay. I love well, you know what? John, I'm a Gemini, so you ain't no telling how I'm gonna come up in there, but I, I will be there and I will be comfortable. And you know, because I'm in this mode right now, we're talking about the energy that that the clubhouse brings. If you guys are ready, I want to bring in the two collaborators of the uh, the Clubhouse Reunion. Uh, who's here tonight? One of them, actually, his name is uh, JJ. Um, I've known him for a long time. He's a native Washingtonian, uh, for and uh, he's been DJing for over forty years. He has played various venues and clubs in Washington D.C., including the Clubhouse, the Sunset Palace, the Brass Rail, ooh, the Bachelors Meal, yeah. tracks, and the Buck Stops Here. He was the first DJ to perform outside of Mayor Bowser's annual high heel race for the last four years. Uh, JJ and his collaborator, DJ Chosen, they are here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about what they uh, experienced at the original clubhouse and the clubhouse reunion. Please welcome to our stage, DJ JJ and DJ Chosen.
5: (laughs) Hey,
4: Hey guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, (laughs) y'all welcome appreciate it. as you can tell i'm ready <laughs> you better bring your cup okay <laughs> Bring. Your-
0: <laughs> welcome to the show guys welcome 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 thank you again for being here thank well you. I, I would
1: love for you guys to take a moment and introduce yourselves one at a time and tell us how you were affiliated with the clubhouse let's start with you jj
4: Okay. I'll try that. okay. Um, I started going to the clubhouse in 1978, and needless to say, when I went to the clubhouse, it was an accident because my uh, sister was in the social group, and the clubhouse east side was known for renting out that side for private functions, and I had no idea what the clubhouse was about. The first time I went, it was on a straight night. So we were on the uh, east side, which is the small side, and and they had a party going on on the other side. So I noticed that there was a second side. So when I went over to the second side, it was like phenomenal. You know, the the music, the sound, the whole bit, you know. So, of course, someone hit me about Saturday night. So then I came back on Saturday night, and from that point on, it literally, literally changed my life. As far as you know, being exposed to the music, the people, the vibrations, the atmosphere, everything. And in other words, it turned into an addiction for me because I was there every Saturday night. It was like it was like the place to go to on Saturday night. So um, from that point, um, I got into the DJs more or less into the music because I came in at a time when. You know disco was at its height and then at that point before there was even house it was underground music and you know underground music was defined as music that was only played in clubs and not radio at the time right. mm-hmm. and then when it started playing on radio it started at uh wbls in new york because they used to have these little after-hour house shows and then eventually it evolved from there so um my interest as a dj um the head DJ at the clubhouse, Tito Robinson, as we see in the picture there, uh, he became my mentor as far as me learning how to DJ, how to deal for a crowd, dealing with music, getting into record pools and the whole bit. So more or less for those 15 years of my life, it really, really changed me and it changed my whole trajectory about you know as far as being a dj and you know music and 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 people and folks and all of that so it was it was a very good experience for me and it still holds with me today mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> as far as the reunion uh the idea started as a co-vision between me myself and my co-producing partner chosen mm-hmm. and uh, for many years people have approached me after the clubhouse had closed in 1990 many people had approached me about doing a reunion and I kept telling them, no, no, I'm not interested because at that time we lost so many people and I, I figured that nobody would show up if we had this reunion. So I, I was really, really against it. And then I meet Chosen and he comes to me like a, <laughs> a tornado. <laughs> he just kind of came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> but at, at the same time, we were like, okay, we can do this. So, we decided to um move forward with it and do the reunion, but it had it came with conditions, and the conditions were it had to be just the both of us, no committee, no chairman of the board, none of that and it and the second thing was it had to be authentic, meaning that this cannot be a party where we just slap the clubhouse name on it. It has to be a party with a purpose so the purpose that I came up with was. Um, to salute those who have passed on who are now our ancestors and to salute those who are still here and to also pay homage to the clubhouse which facilitated all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's how the clubhouse reunion came about with the blessing of John
0: Eddie. Well, thank you. Thank you, JJ. So, well, but before we move on, let me hear from John, from uh, DJ Chosen. Sure. What, what is your involvement? Or how did you how how did you become connected to, I know JJ just said how he met you, but does the does the history of the clubhouse have any impact on you? Did you know about it before? Or how did, did were you introduced to the clubhouse?
5: Well, actually I'm a I'm a New Yorker. So when I first came to DC, uh, what was it, right, right after the Million Man March, around that time, I kind of laid dormant for a while. And then I said, you know what? Let me start doing parties and events again, You know, house parties, house music parties. And I started doing a lot of local parties and, and a lot of rooftop parties and getting into the DC house scene, getting to know a lot of people. And everybody kept coming up to me talking about this place called the Clubhouse. And after you hear it three or four times, it kind of sparked some intrigue. Clubhouse mm-hmm. and Mandrail were like synonymous
3: mm-hmm.
5: and it just stuck in my head. And me just being from New York, the, the garage was it so just when i met jj we were had we were at a party and i had never heard DJ, jj dj but i had him on the bill with me and the energy that i saw i saw so many faces that i had never seen before i was like where's all these people coming from and i was like jj how can we get this energy again and he said the club uh, uh, there's something about the clubhouse and i was like what about has anybody ever had a reunion i know they have a paradise paradise garage reunion every so often or every year. And I was like, has anybody ever had a clubhouse reunion? And he he hemmed and hawed about it. And I I ran over to Sam and asked Sam, because Sam was DJing at the time, uh, what did he think about it? And he mentioned Tito. I ran back over to JJ and said, Hey, you got, Sam says, you got to get Tito. And JJ said, no problem. And we just started cultivating the conversation about it. And at that point, because I didn't know, I didn't realize that the clubhouse was before the garage you know from new york right. studio 54 zanzibar the loft the garage those were it anything else after that it was it was almost an argument so I, at that point i became like a like a, a student i guess i'm you know scouring the internet for information about the clubhouse just listening to to sam to mandrill to, to jj just tell me stories and then when i met john and john just he painted a Picasso in my head. And I was just like, some of this stuff is unbelievable. To me, it's a story that's that's that that's untold, that needs to be told, you know, for the dance culture and dance community.
0: Well, you know, two things I'm I that you mentioned that I want to make sure that we let our viewers know. He says Sam Burns. For those of you who live in DC, you know who Sam Burns is, uh the late Sam Burns. He was an extraordinary DJ, and uh Sam was touched everybody with, with a smile or with his music, Sam touched everybody. But if you're into house music or not even into house music, if you pass Sam Burns on the street and he introduced himself to you, you knew who Sam Burns was. Uh, may he rest in peace. But uh, I just wanted to uh, make sure that you, uh, that we told everybody who Sam Burns is. Uh, and and also one, one thing that, that you also mentioned, and I'm, I'm gonna let Vars take it away. Um, your, your collaboration of coming together to do this. I know when you talk about reunion, you talk about people coming together. But how do you see doing what you're doing with the reunion? How do you see it going to the next level?
5: Wow, that's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. JJ, I have to pitch that over to JJ. Going to the next level. (laughs) Mm -hmm. JJ, this question will put me in trouble because I always come up with these wild ideas and throw them to JJ. He's like, oh Lord, it sounds
3: like work for him to do.
4: Okay, here we go. Um, (laughs) Let's let's give a a short backstory on this. Um, Mm when we came up with the idea of the clubhouse reunion, it was mutually agreed between the powers that be that this was gonna be a one time thing only. Mm-hmm. As a matter, when I secured the DJ's uh, Mandrill and Tito, especially Tito, uh, you know, he said, you know, we'll do it, but I'll just do it that's just at that one time. So I said, fine, you know, because originally, Uh, Having the reunion was also a self-celebration of myself as far as my DJ career and stuff like that. And I just wanted to do it one time. Mm -hmm. So at the the very first reunion, which was sold out, uh, when John got up to speak, uh, as he was speaking, me and Chris were standing behind him, and he had mentioned that we need to do this again. Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. he said that. I looked at Chris. Chris looked at me, and I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Which is a good thing." Yes, yeah, it was a good thing because that means he was happy. We had the vibe. We had the music. We had the elements. We had the decorations. We had everything that encompasses the clubhouse. So uh, that's when we came back again in in 2019 and did it again and mm-hmm. sold out again. So we already laid the blueprint blueprint out in 2018 so we kind of followed our mom's advice if it ain't broke don't fix it so we just Mm -hmm. did exactly the same thing we did before and again it was successful so that's okay as far as elevating i'm not i'm not there yet as far as how this is going to go
0: and that's an honest answer yeah i i that that is a very honest answer and one that i hope people can appreciate especially when you're in this business when you're doing something, you know, like when you're creating an event. So that, that's a very honest answer. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I could talk to you all day. But I know Vosk got one more question before we let you guys go. I so, do. <laughs>
1: we'll all right. So what time is the event and what can people expect throughout
4: the evening? Okay. Um, the event is this Sunday, May 28th. Uh, from 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. at Club Bravo Bravo, located at 1001 Connecticut Avenue Northwest, which is right next to the Farragut North subway station at the corner of Connecticut and K. You can get your tickets. Tickets are still on sale. They are selling real fast. The more we talk about this, the more the tickets are selling fast. We are halfway through as far as capacity so tickets can be purchased at eventbrite.com when you go there just search for the official clubhouse reunion and you purchase your tickets there we are highly encouraging people to purchase tickets in advance because we are not doing door sales we're not doing door sales at all so please go to eventbrite and get your tickets well, the smart people will
1: type in hashtag Clubhouse Reunion
4: in the comment. <laughs> get, okay. get
1: a free ticket. I, did, I did me mean, be there. You know, Shannon I'm, did. Oh, we see Shannon. You did. Shannon. Did. Yes, we
0: indeed. got you, Shannon. That's right. So, Ooh, let the music play. Yeah. Isn't is, is that Shannon? Okay, <laughs> yes, let. Okay. Yes, Thank you, me. Shannon. Okay.
4: Also, but, oh, um, go ahead, JJ. Mm-hmm. I was just, just one more short thing. Okay. Uh, one of the main elements of this reunion. That's going to happen is that we're going to play nothing but music from 1975
1: to 1990. Oh, hey now, okay, that's big. That's good. Yes, that's yes. key. Uh huh. That's,
4: that's a big. That's a big key because considering the thousands of parties that are going on in the city, I don't know any other party that's doing what we're doing as far as music. Right, and that's, that's I think that is the biggest element of the clubhouse because of the music of its time and it's not heard today and it needs to be heard today. Right. And
1: it's the kind that gets into your bones and
4: just make you little shake the little <laughs> see, booty. Just,
3: I guess, uh, yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> see, see I'm opposed can to...
0: <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. Voss <laughs> <boss> is, <trying, laughs> is trying to take me there, okay? I don't care what your <laughs> booty look like. Shake it, okay? Yes. Come up in there. <laughs> he said, look... But if you don't come, got
1: one, shake where it is. Shake, so shake
0: it. that too, okay? Mm-hmm. No, um, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we definitely need a nostalgic moment. You know, and the clubhouse definitely offers that with good, soulful, I mean, energetic music. And if you're not prepared to dance, um, be prepared to meet people you haven't seen in a long time. Yes, how about that? Yes. We will make our how, yes. how, how, how about that? How about that? It will definitely be a reunion. Well, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for giving, you know, bringing uh, this, letting us share your story on our platform. You know, we really appreciate it. You know, I love the clubhouse. I love, 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 love the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I did my very first fashion show in the clubhouse, and we didn't even talk about, real quick, the 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 amount of... The, take a moment and just run down artist lane for a minute. Who has been in the clubhouse? Name some of the artists that have been in the clubhouse right off the top of your head before we go. Uh,
4: I'd rather not because that's going to be the
0: question oh the no no what what question well can I tell you who I've seen there how about that oh no 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 we don't we don't we're we're, we're doing hashtag (laughs) we're doing hashtag didn't I tell you we're doing hashtag JJ? Yeah. we're doing doing hashtag pool so real quick you got one minute who has been at the clubhouse
4: Cheryl Lynn uh Tremaine Hawkins Alita Holloway First choice, Nona Hendrix, Colonel Abrams, Curtis Harrison, Shaka new-
0: Khan. I've no. seen Shaka. I- I've not seen Shaka Khan. If she wasn't on the stage, she was standing beside me. Okay. Shaka Khan has been in the clubhouse. She
4: that might have
1: the been the me time. wearing a wig.
4: Sorry. Was that you? Or- <laughs> I don't think she <laughs> performed at the clubhouse. She may have been there, but I don't she, think she performed. She's there. At- what, what about Curtis Harrison? Has he been there before? Many times.
0: Many times. Curtis Harrison, okay, okay. I'm not going to, because I'm going to get myself in trouble. I already did. But um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say thank you to these fine group of gentlemen, JJ and DJ Chosen and John. We will see you on Sunday. Thank you so much, Um, for, again, for all you do. Don't go away. We're going to bring you guys back. But thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I almost got myself in trouble. I was like... Wow. I. Maybe I danced by somebody who looked like Shaka Khan. She told me she was Shaka Khan and I believed her. Honey, when the endorphins kick in, when you shake in and move <laughs> into some
1: music at four in the morning, you know everybody is looking like somebody because everybody is somebody. <laughs> it is somebody. okay?
0: Exactly. And, and you know, one thing that, that we didn't say before we bring on our next guest, vosh they didn't serve liquor. It, there was no alcohol there. Wow. That was that was the other thing. It was alcohol free. Nice. You know, so you know, it was it was just again an amazing time, an amazing e- experience. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, thank you, Vosh. You know, I, I love doing stories with you guys, with you. And can we talk about who's not here right now? Uh, Bobby is not Who? here tonight. Who oh, did you <laughs> don't do it.
1: Don't, don't do Bobby, it. we miss you. Bobby, we miss you. I tease Bobby all the time. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he does. You got. Bobby had a, an engagement, so he could not be here. It's not that we remembered it halfway through the show. He couldn't be here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to make sure that we let y'all let y'all know that he didn't leave us or anything like that.
1: All right, all right, all right.
0: So uh, we are. Are we ready for we see you? We
1: are because we're bringing back a fabulous human being. One of my fabulous. Favorite people.
0: Fabulous, fabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Raheem Briggs uh, has dedicated 29 years of his life to community service. He served as the founder and board member of the Um Endowment Fund from 2002 to 2008. He served as president of and CEO of Al Alsura from 2008 to 2016, 2016, and now he's the president since 2016 And the CEO for Project Briggs, ladies and gentlemen, he's been here before and he's back again, but he is doing some things that we need to talk about. And he's also he's also has the event on Sunday called Pride by the River the second Mm -hmm. time, ladies and gentlemen. So let's bring back uh, Mr. Raheem Briggs. Can we do that?
1: Hey hey. Hey. hey hey hey! Welcome home. <laughs> Welcome back.
0: You got that RuPaul light around you, okay? <laughs> hey, look,
2: look, look, my face is flowing, baby. So amazing. You know, and you know what? I I I I I'm just so happy to see Bosh. I love Bosh. I love you, Bosh. Well, I love damn. you too. Well, damn. Like- well,
0: um, damn, let, let, let me start cutting off these ring lights then.
1: Okay, hold on. Up.
0: Okay, yeah, you know I'm what, no ladies? Yeah, Raheem, look.
1: Raheem. Welcome back, Bobby. I, I, I will. Give me, give, give me your number. Me. Hey, well, Raheem, it's been a year since you have been here. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. You came on here to talk about the very first Pride by the River, but yes. other things have happened to you. Yes. Can you give us a quick update? So I'm
2: I get so a phone, sad. I get a phone call uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm eating lunch. So you know, and I get a call, and they say, "This is DC. Uh, this is Capital Pride." And I said, "Oh, how are you?" I'm like, I thought it was a bill collector. I'm like, "Who is this?" Because it wasn't in my call ID. I'm like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and they used your full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when they called me. They said you know this is capital pride we want to let you know that you have um you are the recipient or uh, one of the recipients of this year's uh capital pride honors award and i'm like oh. and wow. that is so huge because you have luminaries like um ron simmons racine Penn darvis earlene budd um just wilmore cook you know bishop rainy cheeks i mean it's amazing. It's amazing to um, to get an award and it just you know, it's just great because you've been when you've been doing this for 29 years. Uh, it's really nice to be acknowledged it is and not that I look for that, but it's but it's nice to be acknowledged it's because sometimes when you work so hard. You just don't know sometimes you, you you don't give up, but you do get weary and sometimes you we all have to stop and regenerate our energy. And over those 29 years, you know, Alvin King has played such a big part of that. He's like a brother to me, and uh, he's has seen my struggles. He's seen my successes, and you know, Alvin is a part of that success. Um, people who I dedicated this award to is the late great Dr. Ron Simmons, and the person who I've always looked up to is Racine Pendarvis. They they're they're the people who I, I truly look up to.
1: Uh, well, Racine was on the show. I'm not sure if you. Have seen the episode when they were on, but there are some clips on our YouTube channel that will endear anybody to
2: Racine. So if you haven't seen Racine on the show, go check those out. Definitely, definitely, and he, Racine is just the the standard here in Washington. And and when you look at that list, um, it's amazing. I'm I'm so grateful to God. Um, it's just amazing. So. I, I I don't know what else to say. It just, it's great. I don't take anything like that lightly. So.
1: <laughs> well, well-deserved. Gonna... You do a lot of hard work. And as an activist with all that you have done, as you said, you can't get weary because it seems as you take two steps forward and the energy uh, against us seems to concentrate and come yes. back even harder. you are going to go into what's going on with Target and what was going on with the LA Dodgers and what was going on yes. with, with Budweiser. But we have to stay diligent. So yeah. I am thrilled that there are people like you who continue to fight and lead the way. So well deserved you. on your recognition. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
0: I, I just I'm sitting here looking at you. First of all, because I always look at you like a little brother, and I'm like, oh, looking. I just want to rub your head. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when, when he called me, you know, and told me that that Capital Pride had given him that honor, you know, I I looked at the phone, and and he can attest to this. I said okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm proud of you, but you have done the work. Yeah. You have done the work. I have seen Raheem has taken a back he literally has taken a backyard venue, a backyard party and has turned it into a major ongoing event. And and it it, it and it was not it was not easy because a lot of people wanted to infiltrate his vision Mm -hmm. and so i was there to say hey look this is your vision do not let Mm -hmm. anybody do that don't don't you don't you get weary because they're asking you or trying to stay true to who you are and now look at god you every reward you get raheem you deserve it because you your heart and your spirit is always in it so congratulations
2: to you my brother thank you you, my brother thank you like I said, um, you know I love you to pieces, always mm-hmm. have and always will. So.
0: Well, well, that's why I'm keeping this light on because you said you love Vosh, but I have to turn my light on. It's, it, it kind
1: of it's, it's a different, different kind of love. It's a different kind of love. Okay. 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 This is All not right. ordinary love.
4: All
0: right. Right. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, well, I know, I know that th- there's some things that are, you know, you have an event coming up, your second annual event. It's coming up on, you know, on, um on Sunday. So I want to make sure that we give you an opportunity to, you know, tell us
2: about it and yes. tell us how you've grown and where you are with this weekend. Well, so Pride by the River, it actually takes a nod from Banneker Field. Uh, you know, if, if you, I, I, my first black pride was back in the uh, uh, late eighties. And so everyone would go to Banneker Field. And so uh, Pride by the River takes, that not from that era and uh you know thank god for sponsors like vive healthcare uh gilead uh the pride, the maryland pride center uh and other you know sponsors it's it's basically uh an, uh an opportunity for people to get tested learn about prep other health and wellness opportunities and food music bring your lawn chairs bring just come on out and have some fun we have a lot of great entertainment And it's amazing that there's so much um, talent in the LGBTQ community because when we sent out, you know, um, uh, information asking people or inquiries asking people if they want to entertain, we actually had to turn people away. So it's just amazing. And this year's event is going to be produced by the Patrick Michael Company. We have a great event. Uh, We printed up to 1,500 tickets. We only have 50 left. So I may have to add another 500. They've just been going crazy and it's just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, This couldn't have been done without uh, one of my closest friends, Jabriel Moore Butler. It was actually his vision. He uh, started this and he said, Hey, Raheem, why don't we do Pride by the River? And I said, Okay. And so he's entrusted me to just take this to the next level. And we have a terrific board of directors. It is going to be phenomenal. I have such a great vision. I'm, I'm even thinking about next year. Oh, I'm excited about next year. We haven't even gotten past this year, but I'm thinking about next year because i want to build this Beyonce Janet Jackson stage. I don't want it to be like an outdoor amphitheater. Oh, baby. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> you can say that one more time. Oh, baby. So what can people expect <laughs> this year?
2: So what people are going to expect this year is that uh, we move the event to Sunday. Um, and the reason why we did that so we can maximize uh, folks to come come to the event. Most people tend to leave on a Monday, so we decided to move it to a Sunday. And then, of course, uh, we had uh, Piedmont Park. I'm sorry, um, Fort Dupont Park. Us helping us is doing their uh, wonderful event on the Monday, so we didn't want to, you know, uh, have a conflict. So we want to make sure that everyone can enjoy every day of Pride all the way from Thursday uh, through uh, through through Monday. The other thing that we did this year is that um, we have uh, sponsorship tents for all of our sponsors, and they're going to be like nice little gazebos. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, we also have folks that are just coming from all over. I mean, it is it is absolutely amazing. I got one call from Grand Rapids, Michigan. He oh, said, man. "I can't wait to come. I'm excited," and I and I was excited talking to him on the phone. <laughs> 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 and then he said, he said, I thought I was going to get a voicemail. I said, oh, no, you're talking to the head honcho. said, oh, that makes it even better. So, <laughs> Well,
0: look, I, well, first of all, I'm hoping that everyone will come out on Sunday to support you. You know, I know it's going to be a great event, and I'm going to pray that the rain gods stay, you know, keep all the rain up and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and out of your way. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, if you could take about two minutes, about a minute before when you left here last year, um, since you left here last year, you have also become the chairman of Ward 8 LGBTQ, um, uh, co- the, what is it? The LGBTQIA plus committee. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. So you know what I did? So this time last year, I said, Mr. Briggs, where's the IA plus? And I said, you know what? <laughs> You're right. He gave me that <laughs> clap on my hand. It was an embrace. An embrace I know. Of- and you know what? I called Alvin and said, Alvin. I said, we renamed the commission LGBTQIA+. And I said, you make sure you tell Vosh, He's going to be so proud of me And this I And name. I
0: did. I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. I did. I did do that. Well, con- yeah. I want to say congratulations to you on that. Want to hear more about it. And if possible, you know, we may want to get, uh, is Trayvon White, uh, is he over that or is
2: he sponsoring that? So uh, Trayvon White, he is a strong Treon. Mm Trayon White is a strong supporter. Uh, We actually, uh, the mayor's office is uh, gonna give us a proclamation. Last year, Trayon White gave us a resolution because at the council level, you can only give a resolution. So this year, Jaber Bowles, who is the director of the mayor's office of LGBTQ Affairs, has worked with the mayor to give us a proclamation and he'll be doing opening remarks. Nice. Well, Groovy, well, make sure
0: that you slip in there that he said, he said, he said, wants to do uh, a live presentation, a live show at the next uh, uh, Black Pride event in 2024. And let me me
2: just say this, you guys are in our newsletter, you guys get the highest clicks. We do. I'm telling you, I put you guys on a monthly newsletter and I'm telling you, you guys get the highest click rate. I see all the click rates. So you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you, you. thank you, thank you, Rahim. Well, look, man,
0: thank you for being here. If, If we can bring back our special guests, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to round out our show. Um, we can bring back uh, DJ JJ, John Eddie, and DJ Chosen. You guys, first of all, thank you all for being here tonight. Okay, yeah. I was going to say and creating this royal flush, but that would be five cards, <laughs> but we got six cards. Okay, but <laughs> I, I want to thank you all for 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 being here tonight. And before we let you go, you know, we always give uh, our folks the words of the week, and so this week, our words of the week. Some of you are unaware of just how amazing you really are. The way you make people laugh, lift others up or spread some extra love. You do this even though you are struggling to and I think it makes you such a beautiful human being. You guys inspired that quote tonight and I just wanna say thank you all for everything you do. Keep doing what you're doing, Uh, do it with love and passion. And um, I can't wait to see all of you this weekend. I wish I could see Voss this weekend. I
1: know I'm in Philly, y'all.
0: I can't He can't be here. He's in Philly. But I hope (laughs) to see everybody this weekend. I hope thank to, you. and thank you again for joining the show and ladies and gentlemen, next week before I go, I'm sorry, we are taking some downtime. we're, we're going to be off the air but we will show a pre-recorded show because June is Black Music Month and we have a whole month of Black Music ladies and gentlemen that we're going to be bringing to you for the month of June, so be uh, tune in for us and we will see you guys on the next episode of He Said He Said All of Y'all He said, "I'm (laughs) (laughs) here." Have a good weekend. Happy Black Pride. (laughs) Thank you.
3: Thank you.